What changes can we expect from Twitter and how will crypto be involved? Visa's got some new crypto and blockchain patents we're going to tell you about. And there's more news from the SEC versus Ripple case. It's a mishmash of badassery. Plus, we've got some expert tips to help you survive the bear market. Rawr. It's just the tips on our bad news episode number 644 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? know where you are you're in the republic of bad cryptopia i'm joel com and i'm staying bad wait the show's over no we're just starting oh, I'm, I'm travis right yeah we're yeah, just yeah. starting uh, for those of you that are paying attention i've been wearing the same clothes all week that's because we've recorded our news shows in advance for the week since sir lord travis is going to nft london to deliver a keynote and i True. guess by the time this episode comes out that will have done you will have completed it so as a futurist how was it oh wow it was amazing i met so many awesome people and very friendly and then i talked in a british accent a little bit craig jokes and now while this is live i'm probably on a train to scotland i'm gonna go take a, i'm gonna go see my land and i'm gonna go take a piss on it that's what you gotta <laughs> do mate you gotta take a piss in it right there on it so you know there's there's a reason that we refer to each other as lord joel and lord travis it's because we are scottish lards we're landowners for the price of 49.95 we went to establishedtitles.com and this guy's brilliant like he's got you know acres of land in the middle of you know nowhere scotland and he sells you know one square foot um so that you can square meter a square meter whatever it's it's a tiny piece of land but you have the coordinates to exactly where it is and you can go visit them and, and take a piss on your land if you want to territorial pissings mate that's what i gotta do i gotta do it it's gotta be done i'm gonna take a photo of it and maybe we turn it into an nfp nfp so there you go that's why we're lords also <laughs> the reason that we are not covering coin gecko market um on these last two episodes is because we don't know what it's going to look like in a few days so instead we're just going to jump right into the news that you need to know about beginning with the story here on ether it has had the biggest weekly gain in three months now the previous week this story is dated uh halloween the 31st ether rallied 16 percent the previous week registering its biggest weekly gain since july and the um you know i guess we can call this a rally i, I feel like it's after you know the sideways action we've seen it's it's been nice to see bitcoin bumping back up over 20 uh let's see let's let's look into the future Sir Lord Travis, because we're recording this on the 31st, but this episode is going to air on November 4th. So what is the price of Bitcoin going to be at, let's say, noon Eastern on November 4th? Ah, oh, so that is the, is that, what day is the, uh, what day is the uh, midterms? The Third. second is election the day, second. right? second. 
So I think probably Bitcoin will be under twenty thousand dollars at that point, probably nineteen thousand something. What okay. is interesting? What is interesting though about this whole switch is that it's the first time that that Ethereum has become deflationary, right? So the supply has actually increased by only thirteen hundred tokens. If it had still been proof of work, it would have increased by four hundred and eighty-one thousand tokens. So think of that. Like in that short two months, almost 500,000 Ethereum would have been created. I don't even know how many max uh, tokens there are, but for it to only be created, increased a little bit, that's pretty good. And I've heard that some things are getting even burned. So that's, uh, it, that is interesting to me to see what's going to happen across that over time. I'm going to give you my prediction. My prediction is that there's going to be a red wave that's going to take place unless they can cheat on an epic scale again. Yeah, 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. Come on, people. A little well, common sense here. Yeah. Uh, it's There has never been. Look, traditionally in the U.S. midterms, the party out of power gains seats. Never has there been, never in my life have I seen a weaker sitting candidate, uh, president, than we have in Joe Biden. The economy's out of control. Gas prices are ridiculous. And I think there's going to be a red wave. I think that's going to make the markets bullish. I'm going to predict mm -hmm. that Bitcoin will be at 21,200 on okay. November 4th at noon Eastern time. Wow. See, that's interesting. I like your, I like your optimism through your, through your pessimism there. Yeah. That is good. Now, and I would say, you know, not to get too political, but it's like, you know what, I'm talking about this as an NFTs of, of being utilized in blockchain and, and for voting, because when a lot of them are using the same sort of dominion type voting systems all over the world, I mean, look at just what happened in Brazil. Like there's a guy who's now, it's his third term in presidency after skipping one from Bolsonaro. The new guy is in charge. And when he was in charge before, there was all kinds of corruption and, and craziness. However, some of the smaller towns and areas remember the, the, the good times that he'd had. So they remember his name and they were, oh, we want the old time. So they bring in this old guy back. And, um, and they said that there was actually more cyber crime yesterday while that voting was going on in Brazil. It was the second most cyber crime in Brazil uh, worldwide. Uh, there's a lot in America, but there was a lot of stuff that was going back and forth on some of those voting systems. So I don't know what's going to go on on this, but I would prefer if we could just have everything fair. I, that's all I want. And if you lose, you lose. And yep. if you win, you win. And I'm good with that. And I've always been good with that. But I think personally, I think what's happened over the last 50 years or so is that the traditional mafia is now sort of in charge at the global stage and they're acting like the mafia. And if you're not part of them, you're against them and they will cancel you or get rid of you in some way. That is not conspiracy. That's just the way life is at this point. So just gotten a note um, on the side here from producer Lisa to inform bad us that election day is actually November 8th. So there goes the, the predict the reasons for, you know, my predictions. Um, but are we sure? I, stand, I know that the I know November eighth wasn't that the day that it was last time on the twenty twenty November eighth. I'm not paying know. attention uh, because know. as a Puerto Rican, um, well, I can't. I we can't vote in the presidential election, but my um, I'm not registered here yet for reasons that will boggle the mind. Uh, so I can't vote at all. I don't know. Are you are right. you set to are you registered to vote here on the island? Not, not to vote here. No, that's part of the yeah. thing. You kind of Puerto Rico. You are our territory. You don't you don't necessarily get a vote. 
So what about this, Joel? So the next article on CoinDesk, surging popularity of Ethereum staking keeps lid on yield. So over 14 million Ether, more than $2 billion, is currently deposited on the Ethereum blockchain for staked. But as the stake pool gets larger, the yield is going to get lower for people. So, you know, as as it's going on and on, do you want to even stake your Ethereum? Right. And when you stake your Ethereum, you, you give that area that you're staking it a little more power and then right now, from what I heard, was that America, uh, there's about 42% of the Ethereum blockchain staked in America. So America views Ethereum as they have jurisdiction over Ethereum right now. Well, and also, you can only stake in right now. You can't unstake what you mm. put in. So, you know, it makes sense. Here's the pie, the pie, 100% of the pie. And as more people stake, that pie gets divided smaller and smaller. So that's why the yield is going down yeah what about this though it's like so if you're looking at the data there's a spike in deposits and validators Four hundred thousand depositors since this has happened only 1300 eth has been created if this ha if proof of work was going on four hundred and eighty thousand eth would have been created so think about this is if only 1300 eth has been created these validators aren't making that much comparatively but it's better than putting your money in the bank account Right on. Yeah, it's better than a swift kick in the boss. Isn't everything better than a swift kick in the boss? Well, I think everything is probably better than that. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you say when you get the swift kick in the boss? Visa uh, has been in the game for a while, and now they've got some trademark applications that cover a range of crypto products, including Shocker, a crypto wallet also some filings for management uh, of your crypto and nfts but you know nfts are just a fad guys yeah. they're they're gonna go away I'm this telling is what it you. says this is good this is visa the international service association is what it is providing temporary use of non-downloadable software for users to view access store monitor manage trade send receive transmute and exchange digital currency virtual currency cryptocurrency digital and blockchain assets and non-fungible tokens and then it goes in to describe what all it means they're going to provide virtual environments in which users can interact for recreational leisure and entertainment purposes accessible in the virtual world they're going to find ways to use their services to pay even if it's through crypto it's going to be somehow through them and visa is going to get their cut they're trying to stay relevant as they know the world is changing of course it is i can't tell you how many people that we've encountered on social media especially on twitter that you know two years ago when we were talking about nfts we're like scams these things will never last they're not real nobody's gonna i'll never buy one i'll never own one and and back then we were saying you have no vision right this is this is why you're not gonna lead because you're not even a good follower uh, you're just you're a naysayer and you mm -hmm. don't understand where the, the puck is going. And as futurists and technologists now for oh, more than 50 years between the two of us, we see where it's going. And NFTs are here to stay. The metaverse technologies are here to stay. Crypto is here to stay. So you can stop saying nay, start saying yay, figure out how you can play. That's all I got to say. All right. And so actually, if you go to Linktree slash Future of NFTs, I put together a, I put together a presentation and a bunch of PDFs. Uh, I didn't put the PDFs together. I compiled them from all over the world, all these top consulting firms all talking about Web3, NFTs and crypto and how they're starting to adopt it. You can see if you read through some of these PDFs, which I'm providing to you, 
Linktree slash Future of NFTs, go grab that because it's going to be an interesting ride and it's not going away. Another thing not going away, it seems, Joel, is this SEC case with Ripple, right? It started in the 2020 that um, that Ripple had sold uh, XRP as an unregistered security. They're going through this thing. And now there's the Blockchain Association, which is a crypto lobbying organization in D.C. They are filing permission to actually support Ripple as a friend of the court in its ongoing defense. We would like this Ripple thing to end because I think that's going to have that's going to shape the future market. So I think everybody involves trying to get that thing right. Yeah, I mean, I think the SEC is scrambling now from, you know, what I've read from friends that are are watching this. They pretty much everybody feels that XRP is going to win this. I'd be shocked and stunned if they do not. And I think that, you know, whatever you think of, you know, Ripple as a centralized organization, a win for blockchain is a win for blockchain and a win over, you know, against the government as far as I'm concerned, is a big win. So we're still watching that, just as we're watching what's happening on Twitter. Uh, while not necessarily crypto-related in and of itself, um, Elon Musk's uh, support of Dogecoin ha- it definitely brings crypto into the equation. So this article here on BBC, from the BBC, uh, where Travis Wright will be BBCing speaking, is Elon Musk says the Twitter blue tick is to be revamped. So this is the verified mark that uh, that we have on our accounts, and they're going to start charging $20 a month to be verified. I'm good with this. In, in fact, I think my take is this. Every account on Twitter should belong to a real person. Mm-hmm. No more anonym, anonym, anonymous. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to be real, and I know that that rules out some accounts. Like that means cat turd will have to. You know, maybe there's a special process for some accounts to have a second, mm-hmm. another level to be an anonymous account because they've built a personality as an anonymous account. But it's a personality. But, it's a one person thing, right? right? It's like you build up a personality. You're, you're doing it. But it would prohibit people from building new personalities or doing new things if that was the case. But they do currently, right now, Joel, they do have a paid method called Twitter Blue, which I do participate in. And it, I allow, it allows us to see, you know, I can use my NFTs as my icon. I can see new status things and you get to try new things before other people. It also allows you to edit your tweets and some other stuff. I find that it's valuable for five bucks a month. I don't mind it. And actually I made sure to do that whenever, you know, Elon Musk has bought it. Um, I I mean, I think the advertising dollars are going to go away, but I would love to see, I mean, I love the little tweet emojis that they do like with certain hashtags and like, it's almost like certain brands should have like their own little tweet emoji. And it's like, I'm watching, Tweet, the tweet emoji for Game of Thrones, like they should have their own logo, and it's almost like that's advertising in a way. Yeah, because I see it and I go, "Oh, I know that's Netflix. I see that. That's like advertising. I don't have to read it. I can look at a little tweet emoji." So there's a lot of things that's going to be changing. Twenty dollars to keep your your uh, your blue tick. Okay, you know how much it costs to get a blue tick on Instagram now? It costs about fifty thousand dollars to try to get a blue tick. Does you got to go through this process? You got to have all these articles that are written about you. You got to send all of these up. And are you a noteworthy person? Does Instagram think you're a noteworthy person? If you're a noteworthy person, then they give you the blue tick, which is a really big ego boost for some people. Some people, you get it on their own. I wasn't qualified for it. Apparently, Joel tried to make it happen. That didn't work. Bad crypto is. 
over there verified. Joel's verified. Uh, I'm 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 not verified, Joel. I ver I verify and validate you. Thank I love you. that Elon yeah. has called out the New York Times, which of course is one of the biggest proponents of fake news out there. Yeah. The once great paper of record is now not worthy to line your birdcage. You know, I so wonder how once great they were though, because I mean, even I, I did some I did some research on this. It's like they said something about the Holocaust back in the day. Three only three times they never talked about what 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 Hitler was doing. Right. It's like, why is that? Why like were they ever really trustworthy? They were trustworthy because the mainstream media propped them up and said they were trustworthy. But you can see what happens now with Twitter. If he, if Elon Musk is not, you know, uh sort of on the inside working uh for the powers that be, right? As sort of controlled opposition, which I don't mm -hmm. think that he is, but you know, it's like you never know. I don't ever fully trust anything hundred percent, but you could see how. Like he called out Hillary on something by saying, mm -hmm. well, the thing there in Pelosi might not be what you think it is. Well, then he deleted that. So it's like he's got to kind of be careful because he's got to kind of toe the line in ways to not piss off people. But before, if some those narratives didn't want, basically, boy, you just WhatsApp Vijaya, you know, the, the head of legal mm -hmm. and trust and say, we don't like this person. Make sure they're banned. Get this tweet off here. Don't, we don't want this trending. Now they don't have that inside person to tweet. And so I've noticed that the trends are really interesting now on Twitter because they're not being stymied. Bring, bring back Project Veritas, some of the, the finest investigative journalism in the world right now, uh, what James O'Keefe is doing. and Because the, the, the people who are, hiding, are doing things in the dark do not want their deeds to be brought to the light and so journalists that bring to the light and can actually prove these dark deeds they are the heroes of uh, of this generation and the truth needs to be said whether it makes us comfortable or not you know i told myself a long time ago as a young when i was a young adult i said i would rather live with an uncomfortable um truth than a comfortable lie. I want right. to know what's real, whatever the cost to my own personal beliefs or convictions may be. I just want to know what's true. And I think that's a position that I, I recommend other people take. Yeah, well. I just I just want the truth. Like John Lennon said, just give me some truth. That's all I want. I don't care if it's negative or if it's positive. I just want it to be real. And I understand that he or they who wins the wars writes the history books. So I don't really know that what we think we know is accurate because those, some of those people have reasons they want you to believe this. That might not be the case long-term, right? And so it's always interesting, and it's why we always teach you guys to do your own research, to go down rabbit holes. Don't be as scared to go against the status quo. Like, I, I firmly, I, I'm, I'm not really in a party of Democrats or Republicans. I'm really kind of in the middle. I, I have issues on both sides of things. I just want it to be true. And I realize that most generally there's people in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party that are working together covertly in this sort of uniparty thing. So I don't even really ever trust anything that comes out on either side, which is why I sort of go and do my own research. Unitardies. That's what they are. So let's close out the show with some top tips from the crypto community to get through this bear market. And we're going to jump right down here into them. Uh, who said this? This was on Reddit. Yeah, this is a post. Can't this is this is a whole big thread on what serious tips do you have for staying on top of your mental health during a bear market and overall worldwide situation? That is in the show notes. And it's talking about there's different people who say, hey, I ignore the charts. 
I have a full-time job. Don't rely too much on the crypto. It's a long-term game. You got to just be smart with it, Joel. This is a great piece of advice. Can't stress enough how important some fresh air and outside time can be. Are charts getting you down? Go for a walk. It'll help wonders. Remember, the best investment you could do is your mental health. (laughs) That is seriously true. Look, at the end of the day, it's only money. Now, I understand if like it's your last dollar and you're struggling to put food on the table, you're a single mom and you're, you know, making sure your kids are clothed, then I'm not minimizing that it's only money for you. Once you've got your essentials taken care of, though, I mean, listen, we've been on this ride now for more than five years and we've seen crypto up at the top and we've seen it down the bottom and, and we have plenty reason to cry for not selling uh, at the top, I mean, we've seen some serious declines and we've seen some wins, uh-huh. uh, but you just kind of get used to that and you have to take it in stride, especially if you're in it for the long haul. And I, I do think that's that's very true. It's like you can see like, oh, my God, it's feeling a little tight here. Oh, shit, I should have pulled more. I should have pulled out more profits. Why did I pull up? And like this time I pulled out more profits than I did the first crypto winner. Still not enough. Right. And you never really know when that crypto winner is going to hit. We're not we're not always on the charts, and so we're not seeing where it's like, oh, this is the top of the market. Because as far as our mind, my mind, it seemed to me that once Bitcoin hit sixty four thousand and then dipped and then hit sixty nine thousand, I'm like, okay, we're on the run. We're on the run up to a hundred because it had never done that before. That was a new looking thing. And I was like, all right, here we go, and we're gonna hit a hundred thousand or close to it, and then no, and it dipped and then dipped and then dipped. Yeah, this is a long thread. On, on Reddit. Uh, this guy says, I didn't invest more than I could afford to lose. I see my portfolio down overall, but I accepted we may not see real highs again until 2024, 25. I just dollar cost average some extra cash when I can and don't stare at the charts. I also don't get overly hyped on price increases thinking it's going to moon because I expect it to fall back down again. And I think that's a realistic approach. Yep. Can be. So keep in mind on it, cost price average if you can, right? Dollar cost. If it's like if you bought something, whoa, this has gone down, but I think it's a good long-term play, then maybe buy it when it's lower. So then, you know, your overall price uh, of what you've spent is less per token, right? So then when the upside goes, you have more upside, right? I mean, I bought some Gala when it was like at 30-something cents because Snoop Dogg was coming into the metaverse and it went from 30-something cents down to four cents. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So get some, don't, don't do that then because that's not always good. Here's some more good advice. The best thing to do is to find another goal outside of crypto. Lose that extra 10 to 20 pounds. Read that book you've been meaning to. Take a course on Udemy Coursera. Take up a hobby. From the mental health literature, literally the best thing you can do for your mental health when you're not feeling great is to establish a worthwhile goal and then work towards it. Mm-hmm. Bone hot chicks. That might be something that you could do instead of worrying about crypto. It might be something you can do, but that might not, you might not be able to actually do that with crypto being so low. So never mind on that. This, this is a great started. thread. This is a really good yeah. thread here. So take a look at this folks. Take a look. Don't, yeah. Don't get married to your coins. Oh, that's it. Take emotion out of trading. Cause sometimes you get so caught up in some coin, you know, it's going to moon and you got this emotion and you ignore it's dropping, 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 drops 90%. You never got out of it. Cause you're so emotionally tied to it. Just take out of emotion out of that. And I think just keep rocking and rolling. We're going to get, let's go ahead, uh, Producer Lisa, and put a link to the Reddit 
thread in the show notes as I well. I did that already, yeah. Oh, look at that. Sir Lord Travis is on top of things. So so way to go. Uh, hopefully, you guys are having a great fall. We're going to be moving here into winter very shortly. And uh, tis, tis the season to be jolly. Uh, will we see... Uh, the bear market continue. Have we seen the lows yet? Have we hit the bottom? Uh, will the bull come back to life in 2023? I don't know. We'll be looking at some predictions for what's going to happen next coming into the year. Uh, the one thing that we do know is that we intend to be here to continue delivering value to you, our listeners. We do value you personally, and we'd love to hear from you. Write us badcryptopodcast at gmail.com is one way that you can reach us or you can call the bad crypto hotline our uh, our bad crypto bot our fembot is standing by 24 7 to hear from you and here's the phone number 708-885-9030 it's 708-885-9030 call leave us a message tell us what you think what would you like to hear what did you like that you did here what didn't you like um tell us to stay bad whatever we just love to hear from you guys Mm -hmm. what joel said thank you so much for tuning in i'm gonna go catch a flight to london and by the time you listen to that i'm already in london probably going to scotland it was amazing and we're sir lords and i'm taking a piss and i'll send you a picture so stay bad The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Can you also take a dump on my Mm-mm. square meter, please? I don't know. It depends on how much fiber I eat before that. You have to put your pants down there, lad, and go ahead and take a nice stout crap on my land. Take a nice stout deuce. <laughs> right, I'm a property. Drop, drop it like it's hot, and I'd be thinking of Sean Connery as you do, not because drop he was it a like shitty it's actor. hot and stinky, but not hot and wet. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you gonna stake <laughs> on our land? Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna stake a crap. I'm gonna put some crap on this land and hope it brings a yield. It's gonna yield farm on my land here. Put some <laughs> shit coins there. <laughs>